Welcome to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. Today, we will be focusing on the war of perception. Don't go away. We'll be right back. recently had the opportunity to teach a couple of sessions uh, at my home church, Christian Tabernacle Church in Southfield, Michigan, where we were focusing on Giants Must Fall, the story of David and Goliath. And I had an opportunity to really dig deep into the story of David and Goliath. And, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that I came across in my studies was when the soldiers of Israel saw Goliath, they thought to themselves, man, he is so big that we can never kill him. But when David saw Goliath, he thought to himself, he is so big that I cannot miss him. It's interesting how we perceive things to be either as though they are or as though they are not. A study was done where 85% of things we worry about never happened. And 15% that did happen, 79% of those subjects discovered either they could handle the difficult matter, then expect it, or the difficulty taught them a lesson worth learning. This means that 97% of what you worry over is not much more than a fearful mind punishing you with exaggerations and misperceptions. So today we're going to jump into today's lessons entitled The War of Perception, How You Perceive. But first, we're going to jump into today's word with my man, C.O.G. What's up? It's your boy Godchild the Movement with today's word. Expect great things to happen when you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Expect the impossible to become possible for there is no other God like our God. Expect to be victorious in your battles and expect your enemies to be defeated. Expect your healing and deliverance and rejoice in the fact that God is able. However, expecting God to move on your behalf without putting your faith in action is a waste of time. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You must move in faith, not just move your mouth. Don't just hear the word, apply it to your life and act on it. Remove doubt and fear, defeat and failure from every area of your life. Today, begin to see yourself how God sees you and walk in His power and His might. This has been today's word with your boy, Godchild the Movement. Last week, we talked about uh, the art of war, the war of deception. This week, we're talking about the art of war part two, the war of perception. When the soldiers of Israel saw Goliath, they thought to themselves, he is so big that we can never kill him. When David saw Goliath, he thought to himself, he is so big that I cannot miss him. How do you perceive things? How do you look at situations that you're in? Think about that for a second. When you're in a situation, what is your perception on that? How do you look at it? 
It's interesting how we perceive things to be either as though they are or as though they are not. So when you look at something, how are you looking at it? How are you, how are you focusing on it? The interesting thing about David is when David looked at Goliath, he saw Goliath completely different than how everybody else saw Goliath, right? Everybody else saw Goliath, oh my goodness, he's so big, oh. They were scared to go out. They were scared to fight. They were scared to challenge him. They were all very fearful, including the king. The king was like, yeah, nah, I'm a pass, dog, you straight. And that went on for how long? 40 days of pure foolishness, right? Nobody took the time to say, hey, God is with us. Nobody took the time to say, hey, you know what? We're going to be okay. Nobody took the time to say he got our back. Nobody ever even looked at that and really processed it. It took a young, ruddy boy named David to come along based on what his father told him to go do, which was to bring food to his brothers, to come into the camp, and to hear all the commotion and hear the conversation and to hear what the giant was saying for him to say, hey, what's going on? And then for him to get the information and say, well, that's it. I'll go fight this guy. I'll go fight him. And with that being said, I want to jump into our first verse and listen to what David says. And this is where we're going to focus at tonight. We're going to focus primarily on Samuel verses, uh, excuse me, chapter 17, verses 45 through 47. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today, the Lord will conquer you. Underline that. That's really important right there. You need to underline that because What's being said here is very, very critical. 46, today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people. Underline, rescue his people. But not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle. Underline that. This is the Lord's battle. And underline this next part. And he will give you to us. Very, very important message that's being conveyed here by David to Goliath. Because one of the things that's happening here is, this is not a play on word, this is a play on faith. This is a play on faith. And what he's doing is, he's expressing a strong sense of faith through his vocabulary, through his wording, through his speech. First part, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of the heavens armies, the God of the armies of Israel. Before you ever face your giant, whatever your giant is, before you ever face your giant, whatever your giant is, point to who your conqueror is, Jesus. Always point to who your conqueror is, Jesus. 
See, it's not about our ability. Our ability means absolutely nothing. It's important, yes, we need it. We absolutely need it to be able to accomplish the goal, and as we go further down, we'll look at that. But before we even introduce our ability, we need to always look at our situation and point to Jesus on that. We have to look at our situation and we have to say, hey, you know what? This is not about me. It's not even my fight, not even my battle. This is God's fight. This is God's battle. Because when we turn it over to the heavens, when we turn it over to God, God can do what he needs to do to bring you out of your circumstances and your situation. He can do it a lot quicker than you can. He can do it a lot more effective and proficient than you can. And that's really important. It's very, very important because when you understand that, you're less likely to find yourself in situations where you're pretty much jacking up. Let me ask you a question. Are you coming to your giant with your own strength or the Lord's strength? As believers, we need to be totally dependent on God's ability through us. God says go left, you go left. God says go right, do you go right? God loves to show off. Let me say that again. God loves to show off. He, he does. He loves to show off. So guess what? Let him show off. Let him show off. Let him do it. Because he loves to do it. He is, that's, God is into himself. He's super heavy into himself. I mean, big time. But why shouldn't he be? He's God. Right? He's God. Yes, he is. And why shouldn't he be? After all, he is God. You know, if I told most of you guys out there to give me one testimony about his goodness and what he's done for you in your life personally, I'm sure you could spend hours and hours of telling me the awesome stories and the awesome things that he's done for you. I know for me personally, I can share so many powerful testimonies about his goodness that he has provided for me. Um, the goodness that he's done for my family, for my children, uh, just the blessings he's bestowed upon me. And I just want you to take a few moments here and just meditate on that goodness that he has bestowed upon you, the goodness that he's put in your life. Listen, God has your back. He is not going to let you down. So no matter what you're faced with, no matter what you're going through, don't fret, don't worry. Stand firm. Stand firm in your walk with God. He's got you. And that's not me just telling you that. That's the promises of God from his word. So meditate on that.
saying here to Goliath. Basically in a nutshell, David is telling Goliath, look man, all your little weapons that you think you're going to use to take me out, none of that stuff matters. And the reason it doesn't matter is because God made the weapons and he made the material that you're using for the weapons to even take me out. So that's how much bigger my God is than your God or even you, Goliath. First point, your dependency is dependent on God's ability. Your dependency is dependent on God's ability. Ask yourself this question. 
When has he ever let you down? Think about that. Think about that. Your dependency is dependent on God's ability. When has he ever let you down? Think on that. Okay, maybe things didn't happen as fast as you wanted them to happen. Maybe he took a different road than maybe you would have taken with good reason, right? Why? Because he's God. And it's just like, you know, when you turn on Siri and you're in your car and you try to get somewhere and you tell Siri, hey, Siri, uh, take me downtown Detroit. And Siri is like, okay, no problem. And then they put it in, but they take a whole different route than you typically normally would take, right? One thing that we know about Siri, she's constantly being updated because it's a satellite, right? That's feeding her that information. So if there is construction, what happens? She's going to say, hey, you know what? You might want to go this other way, bro, because, uh, and this is Pierre's version of Siri. You might want to go the other way, Pierre, because, uh, look, dog, this ain't it. You know? And I could be like, oh, no, I'm going to still go this way. And I'm going to get stuck. What I do know about her is this. She will typically tell me, if I'm listening to her and really following her direction, hey, Pierre, uh, look, you ran into some traffic, but it's still the fastest route. And at that point, I can be hard-headed, no, nah, skip all that, and then go another route and run into some possible challenges, or I can listen to her. What's the better option? If I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to get to, I probably should just listen to her if it's still the fastest route. With that being said, God's route, God's plan is always going to be so much bigger than ours if we just listen to him and allow him to navigate our lives we will always get to the destiny and destination he's called us to get to. So again, your dependency is dependent on God's ability. Think about it again. When has he ever let you down? Hebrews 13, 21. May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. Underline for doing his will. How come he doesn't say for doing our will? Because you know why? It's not about doing our will. See, it's about doing his will. Why is it about doing his will? Because when we're doing his will, we're going to maximize the plan. We're going to maximize the impact in what he has called us to do. We're going to maximize it. If we do our will, we're only benefiting ourselves. And God is all about multiple Multiplication. He's all about maximum impact. So it goes on to say, may he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. Understand pleasing to him. Man, listen, let me tell you something. God wants to bless you guys majorly. And you know why he wants to bless you? He wants to bless you because it's pleasing to him when he blesses you. It's pleasing to him when he can just pour his blessings out on you. He benefits from it. He benefits from it. Why? He benefits from it because, listen, because all the glory goes to him forever and ever. Amen. See, he gets all the glory in everything that goes on in your life. Everything that goes in your life where he's blessing you, where he's pouring his blessings upon you, he gets the glory in it. He gets it. This is the second part. Today, this is what David is saying. Today, the Lord will conquer you. Here is the first statement of faith by David. Here's the first statement of faith by David. 
David has established with the giant, this is God's fight, not his. And then he gives the second part, and I will kill you and cut off your head. The second statement of faith by David is that he, David, will work through his faith. Listen carefully. Point number two, you can't just have faith alone. You must have action with your faith. You must have action with your faith. James 2, 19 through 24 says, you say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is what? It's useless. It's useless. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions where he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened just as the scriptures say. Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous. Underline counted him as righteous because of his faith. So much so that God even called him a friend. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Listen, when you're facing the challenges in your life and you're dealing with the giants in your life, you got to put action to it. You can't just have faith. It does you no good to just have faith. If you don't put the work to your faith, it doesn't matter. See, so when David tells Goliath, oh, and by the way, after God gives you to me, I'm going to kill you. What did he have to do? He had to follow up and do exactly what needed to be done to take him down. Because what David knew is he pretty much threw a power pack punch to Goliath's forehead when he hit him with the rock. But that's all he did. He didn't kill him. He just knocked him down unconscious. And what does he do? He goes up, he cuts his head off with his own sword. Right? Listen. The test that you're faced with is there for one primary reason. This is point number three. Is there because your test is your testimony. And is there to impact the world for God's glory and for your benefit. But this is what's really interesting about that. Not only did he benefit from it, but the whole entire country benefited from it. When God blesses you, you'll be surprised to know that the blessing he's bestowing on you is not just for you. The blessings he bestowed on you is for everybody else around you. And so that's exactly what happened. He took him out. He got the blessing. He got what the king promised him. But then also the people of Israel were blessed. Matthew 5, 16 says, in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone, so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. When you're doing a good deed and God is blessing you, 
Is your family complimenting you? Is your friends complimenting you? The people around you that's benefiting with you or even through you, are they like, whoa, look at how God has blessed you, right? Doesn't matter what they thought about you. Doesn't matter how they challenged you to get there. Doesn't matter how they talked about you. None of that matters, because they're going to do that anyway, because that's what they did to David. Dog on the king told David, you can't fight him, right? His own brother came against him. But what happened? They still benefited from his actions. They still reap the blessing of it. This is the Lord's battle, and this is what David's saying, right? This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. This is the third statement of faith by David to indicate his confidence in God. Confidence without God is a questionable thing. It's arrogance. Confidence without God is a questionable thing. It's arrogance. Confidence with God is a guaranteed thing. It's faith. Point number four, despite your surroundings and circumstances, allow God to influence your outcome through your faith. Allow God to influence your outcome through your faith. Romans 4, 20 through 22. Abraham never wavered in his believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him righteous. Man, listen, because of your faith on which you're faced with, your circumstances, your challenges, God is going to count it righteous. Listen, you've made some mistakes. Yeah, we all have. But that's okay because the promises that God has given to you, he's still going to fulfill them. What you have to do is just get back on track. Follow his GPS and not your own. Download him into your system, all right? And not your own way of thinking, not your own thoughts. And that's the difference between David and Goliath because Goliath was about himself and David was about God. Who are you going to be? Are you gonna be David or are you gonna be Goliath? Yep, we all have a choice to make. And the decision is really up to you. Who are you going to be? Are you going to be David and walk in the faith of God? Or are you going to be Goliath and walk in the faith of yourself? I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can find Pierre's podcast wherever your uh, favorite podcast are downloaded at. Uh, as always, we hope you have been blessed by today's message, and we hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, man, do us a favor. Go on Facebook. Uh, give us a little bit of love, man. Give us a little bit of love. We always try to reach out to people, man. If you uh, respond to us there, I promise we'll respond back. And uh, like us there, man. We'd appreciate that. Also, if you'd like to uh, be able to be a blessing to help us spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, we do take contributions. Um, you can find out more information about that there as well uh, on our uh, Facebook account, Peter's Podcast. And if you're ever in the Metro Detroit area, come out and visit us. We are at Christian Tabernacle Church, 26555 Franklin Road, and that's Southfield, Michigan, 48033. You can uh, find more information at ctabchurch.org. That is ctabchurch.org. God bless, man. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace.
music is produced by Mr. D.L. Jones. Pierce Podcast. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.